Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 522. Halloween is over. I am sad. Turkey Day is coming, though. It is. But we got to talk about some of that and more. <laughs> I mean, I did go on about my costume and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to, like, you know, slowly bring them in to, like, how great this this episode is but they know they just know that's why they if you're it on listening already. to i'm sorry what episode number was this 522 i mean are you just hopping on board at 522 what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> at least go back to like 500 yeah that that is uh our hits or some of them <laughs> right or get, some selected ones get, that i picked yeah get caught up and then uh then carry on actually although i mean are they all available online yeah Okay. <laughs> you can still find them all. Uh, with this one, we had a lot of books that we kind of mentioned to tell you to read. We, so you should yeah, mostly check them out. Uh, well, well yeah, we're yeah, not really yeah, keeping yeah, count. Yeah, so. Yeah. so anyways, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 522, I Love Barbie. So, of course, I have to start off by talking about Halloween. Because of course you do. it is my favorite of all holidays. Yes, it is. And each year I come up with something I feel clever. Sure. You probably think cringe, but... Uh, I did see uh, your costume was on a couple of lists that were like, don't dress as this. Oh. You know those lists they put out every mm-hmm. year. And then some of them are like, obviously don't do that. And some of them are like, like yours. I'm like, who the fuck cares? I went as the Ocean Gate sub. Yes. The one that uh, imploded. The one that killed a a bunch of people died in. Well, not a bunch, just five. The only person (laughs) really to be sad about is the young boy that Mm -hmm. probably had no choice in it. Is that why your costume had the child-sized skeleton on the inside? (laughs) (laughs) I I even put the little PS2 controller or whatever in there, too. Uh, But mine uh, worked uh, with some straps that it was able to fall apart. Um, and semi-easily to put back together, uh, which made it perfect for once I was at a party to then not be as big and bulky right. to walk around. Yeah. And I won a costume contest. Nice. So quite happy about that. I won a costume contest, too. Ooh. Yeah. I dressed as Totally Hair Barbie <laughs> for work, and collectively we were all Barbies and one Ken, and we decorated our area as Barbie Dreamland and the Kendom. See, I haven't seen. I only saw the picture of you. Yeah, I'm assuming you got some group pictures to show yes, me later. I'll show okay. you later. Yep. yep. Nice. It was a good time. And it snowed where we are at on Christmas. Yes. And holy cow, it snowed a lot in some of the area. Like, I'm not not used to snow, but not as much as we actually got. And in fact. I feel like snow is better than the rain. Yes, I would because rather rain, have snow than rain. Yeah, the snow just kind of it didn't soak into the costume right. and everything. It the funny thing was my brother's kids, they were getting a little mad of having to dress or get warmer because it's going to no one's going to see their costumes. Right. But they were smart and they had bigger costumes that 
they could put their jackets on and put the costumes yeah, over. That's how you, we used to do it all the time. Every single costume I had when I was a kid. Granted, I grew up in northern Michigan, but every single costume I had when I was a kid was oversized so that you could wear your snowsuit underneath <laughs> yeah. it. Well, they're not used to that down I here. know. They've gotten spoiled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so lots of reports of some people saying they have so much candy because they didn't get enough people yeah. coming through. and You can mail it to Tony uh, for his diabetes. <laughs> it's not what I need. But uh, once again, another great uh, year, and now it's uh, Christmas because we don't have anything else in between now and Ugh, Christmas. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because I'm a fat kid, and I love to fucking eat, and I love to eat turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and sweet potato casserole, fucking pie. I mean, <laughs> granted, I, I like Thanksgiving, too, because it's kind of the start for me of having a huge family and having tons of different gatherings so that just means lots of good homemade food so yeah love it it was my favorite as a kid because the friday so growing up in northern michigan and like in like a um like a lower middle class family like we didn't have cable or anything like that we just had the four channels that you got up in northern michigan but on fridays after thanksgiving when you didn't have school they would always play they had like one of the channels had like a day long thing of cartoons and they always played the weird shit that didn't have like normal runs so i loved that shit a lot and i still hold a special place in my heart for that you know the other reason why i like thanksgiving cuz this one we watch a shitty movie oh that's right we have to plan that We've kind of we did Christmas the last two years, yeah. so somewhere in there in between gonna, now and Christmas, we're gonna yeah. watch a bad uh, superhero movie. I haven't watched The Flash yet. I know I, you did, but I could rewatch it because it is pretty bad. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen Black Adam? Yes. Okay. I did see Black? That was Adam. also pretty bad. Yes, it was very bad. Yes, very very. Bad. I feel like Black Adam definitely worse than The Flash, but oh. I feel like. Because there is nothing that, like, I feel like I watched Black Adam. Eh. I feel like there's more to talk about in The Flash. Okay. So I almost feel like that is. But, hey, Aquaman's coming up soon. Oh, my God, that's true. Yeah. Maybe we could go to the theater and do we'll it. figure something out. Just fucking uh, do commentary in the theater while <laughs> yeah. the movie's playing. We'll Everyone be the only people that. there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's get into some comic book reviews. Okay. I'm so, going to, Listen. I'm going to go first. Okay. Because I don't actually have any. (laughs) So this is going to be real quick. I read actually a bunch of books over the past couple weeks, but they're all stuff that I read before. So I feel like I don't want to get too much into like the reviews of them because I keep talking about the same books. You guys know I love all of these. So I've been reading Evil, (laughs) which is the um, Mirka and Dolfo book. Um, I, it's still fun. I still love it. She's a great writer. So definitely if you want a little bit of like weird, fun, sort of nonsensical stuff to read, I would definitely suggest that one. Ice Cream Man, still fucking going. Listen, I I don't know whose radar this hasn't been on yet, but like definitely read Ice Cream Man. Every single issue is gold. The last one was about these little creatures and like <laughs> these the figgly bumps and their their war and a bunch of them dying and it was like one of those scenarios where you have these really cute 
kids show type characters that are dealing with very real human scenarios like war and fucking pregnancy and the death of a spouse and stuff like that. And it's a very weird thing to read. It's like watching the Care Bears deal with like abortion. Okay. So, <laughs> so that was the last one that came out. And I, you know, you know, I've loved this series since the beginning, but, um, and then fish flies still reading that Jeff Lemire. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and then saga caught up on saga. Have you caught up on the, most recent 66 issues of Saga. I think or? 60. Yeah, 66 was the last one. Okay. Still yeah. really good shit. I like, I, I, and then this was the one that had all the costumes in it, which I yeah. always enjoy reading. And that's where I was like, oh, because it says to be continued. I'm like, oh, it always does. And I'm like, this is, I think, our six month to a year break again. Maybe, but isn't that what all that, that end column is always called is to be continued? No, that is, yeah. But usually he announces the costumes oh, the last couple of years before the break. I gotcha. They just took a break, though. I know, but they said, okay, let's just hope that I'm wrong. Yes. But regardless, I like the costumes. Yes. Me, a costume person. I uh, thought those were all great. They were very, very fucking real good costumes. So, um, again, if you haven't been reading Saga, like 66 issues seems like a lot. But I tell you, if you pick up the trades and start from the beginning, it will be you'll be caught up before you know it. And so good. Their beautiful brains are amazing. So um, the other thing I'm going to talk about, but I haven't read yet because I haven't gotten it yet. And I thought you would be very interested in this is um, Ryan Brown, who wrote Curse Words and God Hates Astronauts and Eight Billion Genies. Um, I just did the Kickstarter for uh, a new issue of God Hates Astronauts. And in the Kickstarter, he sent a note saying that he had copies available of a single issue of 8 Billion Genies called Wish World, mm-hmm. which is what they did an exclusive for at New York Comic Con that he's selling on yeah. his website, which I ordered. Sweet. So I'd heard of that, and I go... And I also heard that they are having a limited run, yeah. so they only are selling them through the website. Yep. So it's going to be hard to kind of get one from your local retailer. Yes. They're still available. So it's it's Brown Town, Brown with an E, and Town with an E, <laughs> uh, dot bigcartel.com. And um, it's it's a twenty bucks single issue, so you know you may or may not want to spend twenty bucks on a single issue. You can order it signed or unsigned, and it does not change the price. Oh. So I have that coming. So if you're not going to buy it, I'll let you read it. Yeah. Um, but if you were really into 8 Billion Genies like we were, then check it out. Well, that is cool. Can't wait till that comes in. Yeah. It's exciting. Well, I have a plethora of books. Okay. I'm glad I let you go second then. <laughs> three three of which that I, I, I just can't remember if I've already physically reviewed these. I know because I read them a while ago. Sure. And when I was going through, I go, but I don't know if I talked about them. So they are, uh, all involve Jinx, who is an Archie character. Okay. Um, she is kind of like, from what I gathered from these three books, kind of like Sabrina, a someone that can do magic within the Archie universe uh, main comic books. But these are the Archie horror books. Yes. So these actually came out, I want to say, in August, which is why... I've had them for a while. I just don't remember if I totally reviewed them, so I'm not going to 
get too far into it, but the first one had to do with kind of a evil Jughead um, and Jinx uh, pretty much being in her band with her uh, best friend. Uh, and I can't remember who the friend's name is, but anyways, Archie People. Then the other one. Archie People. Yes, is uh, Chilling Adventures, Strange Science, which again has Jinx. Um, and it kind of, instead of time traveling, like it made it set up to be, there's a lot, again, the reason why these, I felt so good is because a, either the, the horror one felt like Archie horror. This one felt kind of like a love letter to taking Archie characters, but let's drop in some kind of references from all the fun time travel movies. But then even in this, the time travel is a bit different. I don't want to give it away, but how it works out and everything and a good one shot uh both of these and then there's madam satan hell on earth oh which that has also come out before yeah the thing i didn't get about this is on the cover it says one shot just like these other ones because they say end but the end of this book it says to be continued hmm. and it really didn't like conclude okay so again and it again also had jinx as the main one of the main characters within it um so again that's kind of the theme that they were going with this year um, that's fun. Yeah. So again, I, I don't um, mind having this person again. I, I like want them to bring back those other ones or conclude. We never got the conclusion. I bring it up I every know. year. That's why I liked it. It's nice to hear that these are one shots because Except every, for this one, which again could right. be continuing, which would be cool. But every time they start one of these series, I feel like there hasn't been, I feel like afterlife with Archie kind of came to like, it was getting close, but it, it, they then had a whole different book come out where it was, again, not set in the same universe because one was zombies, but then Jughead was a werewolf, yep. and then it was kind of werewolf, and then they had kind of the girls being vampires, and they were kind of setting up all these multiple different right. worlds. They don't need to be connected. I don't need all those to be no, connected. No, I don't need them to be connected. Just have them under the same It was horror. Jughead the Hunger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're all great, but I don't, I want the story to like come to a conclusion. Like, you know, if I can't remember if Afterlife with Archie actually came to like some sort of conclusion or not. I know I felt I feel like Sabrina did not, and I don't know if Jughead did. I can't remember either. But I never I don't have the feeling inside of my body that yeah it I don't did. think it did. So the fact that these are one shots, maybe they finally realize that's like maybe we should just do like maybe a less story ambitious. at a time. And that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, again, uh, if I did fully review these in the past episode, well, I'm telling you again, read them. <laughs> uh, but I will – well, again, I, I had a lot that I read this week, and so I don't want to get too much into everything, but Sensational She-Hulk. Okay. Number one. Okay. Now, I know she's back to – I don't know how to correct terms – her, her normal look, she was kind of a savage She-Hulk for a good couple years recently. I want to say within the last year, though, she's been regular, sensational, not savage looking. Um, some of that had to do with uh, Jack of Hearts, who I, has got one of the coolest names ever. He's kind of a more cosmic uh, B-lister, but he can kind of absorb r radiation, cosmic radiation, and... He absorbs some of the gamma radiation. Uh, and I think also, too, there's something with him needing to be 
fully charged to this so that they can make out. But ultimately, Jen's dating him. And the first couple of panels really got me into this book because they're just, you know, making out, whatever. And I'm like, I don't think he's that tall, but they look about the same height until you get a real shot of her putting him down on the ground. Because, again, (laughs) Jennifer Walters, when she's She-Hulk, is very damn tall. Yeah. So her superhero boyfriend being kind of short is just kind of a funny dynamic it is in of itself and this was again it was a good book um it was funny uh really felt that it was if you like the disney plus show this is what the books always were so the disney plus show kind of reflected off of what kind of some of the past she hulk books were like a little bit of uh procedural type Mm -hmm. you know Wall breaking stuff, yeah. but also having some adventures with other superheroes. Um, I like in here too that she has some people that are the they're deviants, but they're deviants that were rejected from the deviants, uh, like Ransack because he was rejected because he's too good looking. Yeah, because <laughs> there are a couple good looking deviants, and that's their bad mutation for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, ultimately good book. I'm definitely going to continue reading this since it's number one and it does seem like it's heading in a good direction. So like that, uh, don't have it with me, but I read the new predator versus Wolverine. So number two, right, 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 right. A couple different, uh, the storylines still great. Yeah. Again, I think, I think it's two out of five now, but five-part miniseries, which will be great. Uh, Marvel Zombies. Again. Yeah. What else can they do? Well, this is uh, Black, White, and Blood. So this is, again, kind of going on the themes that a lot of these places do with uh, making it a black and white plus a color. plus red. But, again, with the blood and everything, this was a pretty uh, well-drawn Felt very Who drew it? zombie-ish. Well, there's a couple different stories in there. So a couple different writers, a couple different uh, different artists. Um, I could go over the... Garth Innes uh, oh. was one of the writers with Rachel Stott. Uh, Alex Segura with Javi Fernandez. And then Ashley Allen with Justin Mason. Okay. So one of them had to do with a zombie daredevil. So, again, having that red suit worked really well. One of them had uh, Spider-Man trying to protect some of the people in Daily Bugle with the zombies taking over and trying to figure out. And then the last one had to do with Moon Knight, but also Iron Man. So I had some red in it. Mm. And the Moon Knight was very interesting, having his god, and then Anubis showing up on the zombie side as, like, the dead but saying that no one will go past the deadline because zombies and blah blah and i was like that was kind of a cool little thing within that story but uh, i just want to talk about the middle story with spider-man for a quick sec okay when the people taking over daily bugle he's trying to you know save uh jameson and the rest of the the group at the daily bugle while also worrying about, you know, what's going on in the rest of the world. He's trying to get a hold of the Avengers. And all of a sudden, he, he his spider sense going off. And he gets hit on the back of his head. And he finds out who hit him, which one of these zombies. And it's Aunt May. 
Oh, oh no! And so he doesn't want to, yeah, you know, that's fucked up. Hit her back. She's and dead so though. He, but she has strength. But well, also you got to remember though, Marvel zombies are you kind of have some faculties sometimes, yeah. especially if you're a main character. Right. So she yeah. was looking for Peter still, and she was blaming Spider-Man kind of for that. So she has her her zombie kind of rage, and him then revealing himself to her, it's me. But then realizing. Fuck, I need to take... She then asks him to kill her. Yeah. And I'm like, this is some that's brutal... Yeah. Didn't even think that that's how this s- small story would go. So well done. That story in of itself, um, I think, was worth it. But again, uh, most of these didn't seem like they're going to have a to-be-continued. They kind of seem like they're little one-shot stories. But there is going to be another one of these books, so I'm assuming it's going to... Hmm pick up some other heroes probably Electra will be one of them okay because uh, she's in a red suit maybe magneto who knows who else but i really liked it uh coming back to the zombie fold every now and then ain't so bad yeah they've told some excellent stories with the marvel zombies and then sometimes it just gets old i feel like it's been a little bit so mm-hmm. i'm all right jumping back in that's true and then last but not least um, it's a book called Edenwood by Tony Daniel. Okay. And uh, this is the reason why I really like this one is because the world is the U.S. Our world with this magical like forest that has come about invaded into the world as it is. So this seems to mainly take place like in Wisconsin area. Uh, Williams Bay, Wisconsin, to be precise. Okay. Uh, but they, you know, they talk about where the the Edenwood is kind of taken over, and some of the other places. Think of this as a magical forest. Uh, s- these witches are trying to hold it back from growing. While in there, time is different. And uh, I can't remember. Oh, ultimately, too, you you enter and you they they say you can't ever return or whatever okay but throughout the story you kind of find out that it's not always true but that also you know following the adventures of these kids that were kind of going near it but again it's a world that pretty much is kind of starting to be kind of hellish to live in you know i mean the world is falling apart you got this magical forest growing and popping up in spots in the world um and what that means what's on the other side but they seem, you know, some of the creatures in there seem, well, not nice. Uh, whether you call them fae or, you know, the fairy types or whatever mm. kind. Mm-hmm. Um, seem kind of more zombie horde-ish. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I don't want to give too much more away, but there is military that will show up that you're kind of, like, get taken aback of. Aren't I in a fantasy, reading a fantasy book? But, again, you take the human world and... Right when the force kind of overtakes stuff and they're stuck in there and it's a very interesting book. Uh, so I do plan on continue reading this. Okay. I, you know, there's a love story in here, like most comic books of a guy finding the girl that's lost and all that. No. Um, but also some very, uh, there's some, sometimes it's books and it's with TV shows too. When you, when you write something so simple of a logical conclusion to something, it just makes me fall in love with the book even more. And there's some things where 
the dialogue, they just will be like, what about this? And it's, again, I, something I thought of. But, again, if they don't ever answer it, they just never got time to answer it. But that they can sometimes do that. They are thinking, what happens if this doesn't work? Right. Even those small little things and details just adds to the overall story. And so this, I feel like, has some hints to what's going on without fully knowing what's going on yet. Some seeds have been laid. Uh, and I really liked it. So. Cool. That is the end. The of end. What I got. I, oh, I read a lot of other X Men and stuff too, but Oof. for what I can, that was a lot. I'm almost caught up with all of them, but they have, in the last week, come out with a lot of them. And Iron Man has now gotten pulled into the fold with the X books because of what's going on. And yeah, sounds like a lot. Oh, I also I did I finish that? Oh, now I'm gonna second guess it. I feel like I finished the the invasion one. For the new uh, Ultimate Invasion book. Okay. Because the new one is coming out soon. But just to be safe, I will wait. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Linz, what have you uh, heard that's going on in the? So listen, it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded, so there's like some stuff that's happened that we haven't talked about. That's like old news now. But the thing I want to bring up the most is the strike is still ongoing. <laughs> no, I want to talk about Keith Giffen. Okay. Keith Giffen died in October. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yep, a couple weeks ago. And it, and he ago. was, I think, seventy. It was the beginning. It was October eleventh. Yeah. So the beginning of October. So it's been about a month. Um, and I mean, you know, our favorite comic care creators are getting older. So, you know, this is not like a shocking thing. Although 70, I feel is like pretty young. Mm -hmm. Um, but Keith Giffen created Lobo and he created Rock and Raccoon too, but who the fuck cares? He created Lobo, who <laughs> <laughs> is one of my most favorite characters. So. Uh, I had a little bit of a sad day when that happened because, you know, I just, I don't know what it is about that character. He's so fucking weird. Well, well, I love I, it so I, much. Yeah. And again, I, I do love Rocket Raccoon. I want to say, uh, what did he pass away from? He had, oh, It was something see. that we knew that he had something going on because I want to say they added him to, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 to kind of give him some residual slash, I thought, something mm. back. Yeah, he was sick, and that's all this article yeah. says. But So that's what I think, though, that Marvel kind of hired him on as a consultant to give him some insurance things. So, like, I want to say at the end, Marvel did something decent with yeah before Good. he passed but he yeah. did he did their his family announced his death with a, a on a on facebook with a post that he had pre-written that basically was just i told them i was sick anything not to have to go to new york comic-con <laughs> thanks and then adding like a blah <laughs> to the end of it so uh sad day in comic comic uh in comic land when you when you lose a great like that mm -hmm. so um but I guess more on the death front, the the more surprising and less comic related death that has rocked pop culture since we've recorded last, of course, is the death of Matthew Perry from mm. Friends. And what a fucking shock that was. Like Josh literally just turned to me one night and he goes, oh, my God, Matthew Perry died. And like in my head. 
That was not a possibility that any of the cast of Friends would ever die. (laughs) And I'm not like a huge Friends watcher. Like I watched the original run Mm -hmm. in the 90s and early 2000s, but I haven't been one of those people that like quotes it or needs to go back to it or anything like that. But like being the age we are and having grown up watching Friends and it being such a cultural zeitgeist sort of a thing, like Mm -hmm. it just feels very weird. Well, to have somebody like Matthew Perry die. Here's the funny thing, because when I was with some friends uh, at a giant birthday party when they came out, and a lot of people, again, having known some comic book people and stuff and other people personally that passed away and, you know, it hits you differently. I was never a friends person, so this one didn't hit as much, and so kind of like all my news feed and everything is of him dying. Then I was kind of like, yes, but, and I understand why people do it. Cause you know, we're all grieving in, in our own ways. Right. But it was one of those things where I started then looking, I was like, Oh yeah, he was good in the whole nine yards. And yeah. he was in this movie. And I was like, he was actually a pretty, you know, I've seen him in plenty of things just cause I haven't watched friends, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And he seemed like he was a, a decent dude from what everyone's yeah. saying. And he had a lot of, problems well he had a lot of yeah the the addiction problems but overcoming those and and besides that though good person yeah yeah for sure so craziness craziness and just kind of if anybody else died during that time i have no idea right it's just one of those deaths that kind of yeah overshadows it was like when when george michael died but then like the very next day carrie fisher died and it was like, wait, who else died? <laughs> George Michael died? Yeah, like right before Carrie Fisher died. I know. Oh, I was trying to uh, <laughs> go into the Wham- a Whamageddon thing, but I couldn't. Oh, yeah. No. Try to get everyone now, but I, I think that that doesn't officially start until after Thanksgiving. Right. So it Although they're matter. defrosting Mariah Carey as we speak. <laughs> oh, she's already out, man. Just turn on the radio and... It is already Christmas music. Who wants to listen to Christmas music this Not early? Me. Not yet. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, and mainly my ignorance of it, because I didn't know it was a thing. So years ago, I read this book called Bodies that was about cults, time travel, but not really, and the death of a body that keeps popping up over time. Okay. It was a very fucking weird. And that sounds weird. I don't remember this at all. So good. It was so good. Like a seven or eight issue run. I think probably an image comic. I didn't know. It's a TV show. <laughs> it's an actual TV show that is being. Oh, sorry. It's actually a Vertigo comic, not image. Um, on Netflix, there's a there's a show called Bodies that is based on this comic book that I had no fucking idea about, which means we're not doing our job. <laughs> Although, from what I read in this article, not super close to the actual source material. But I thought it was a really good opportunity to bring up, like, if you haven't read this book, especially if you're watching this show, go get the books. Go get the trade or however you can find it and read it. It's weird but wonderful. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Keeping up on our stuff, have you been watching Gen V? Nope. Okay, what about Loki? Okay, at least you're... And in the first episode of Invincible. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, shit. 
It's good. <laughs> Did you watch the Adam Eve one though? No, I didn't. You should. I mean, it's a half hour kind of talks about more of her power, but again, it's in the universe, and so if you like Invincible, it's a episode. Gotcha. Just a single episode of her not having to deal with Mark and his dad. Okay. But all right, watch it. Uh, I guess I'll just bring it up now. Have you watched uh, For All Mankind? No. Because season four, I think, just started or is just starting. I just found this show the other day, and I know a On friend. On HBO? It's uh, Apple, Apple TV. TV. It is uh, an alternate alternate history, I yes. guess. Yes, yes. So the space race, we lost going to the Mars yes. or to the moon. Yes. And because of that, it has changed kind of the trajectory. So it's interesting which stuff they keep right. from history. Like right now, they have the Beatles still being alive. All of them. All so of them. that's a, something that converged differently. But having some of the different presidents, but some of them the same, or it's interesting. Some wars happened, some didn't. But the Cold War, us versus Russia, has been this space race, and now it's to Mars. Mm. Uh, very interesting I think show. Josh watched it. I, I I've it. enjoyed it. It's because again, it's one of those shows of logic. Gotcha. At least some things that are so out, because it does sometimes seem like, all right, that doesn't seem plausible, but it seems plausible in the way of, oh, the reason why these people keep working here is nepotism and favoritism, because when you run the show and get to pick who your pilots are, you're going to pick your oh, buddies. Yeah, of course. And again, it, watching this, you're like, I want this to feel real, but you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of real, how the real world would happen. Same characters over and over again, but. Really enjoying that. And then Loki. Oh, man. When that ends, I have some theories. It's going to but... be real interesting. I haven't quite figured out what they're gonna what they're doing quite yet. I mean, I I understand the fucking conceit of the show and the, tr- the plot of the show up to this point. I just don't know where they're going with it. I, I'm just going to throw my guess out there. I think he's remaking the TVA, but in a way that they their mission is not to prune branches but to prevent them from happening. Mm. I only say that because I know they're going to be a part of Deadpool 3, and we know Deadpool 3 is about time-traveling shenanigans, and in the comic books, whenever TVA would show up, it's usually a cable incident or a bishop incident or any number of time-traveling things, and they're not there to prune it. They're usually there to stop the time-traveler from messing anything up. Right. That could be kind of a cool way to align with the comics, whether they do that or not. I don't know. Right. But I have full faith in their writing. They've they've done some things that make sense. Even when the first episode, when you watch it and you see Loki get pruned, you can almost guess who might do that. But it didn't take all season to get to that point. Right. They paid that off by episode three to then introduce other mysteries to go after. And that's what keeps me in my seat. The writers of this show have a couple movies out, and if you guys Google, just fucking IMDb them and look them up, But because I'm not going to waste our time looking them up, but they've done a couple movies that have, are very weird and super good. So check check those out if you like sort of like indie weirdness in your I've movies. I've heard that they are also being asked to come work on one of the big uh, Secret Wars movies or something, which... Okay, cool. Give them the power to write that because I at least just have trust in them right. doing something right. good. Um, 
some things from Marvel. Uh, I guess there's a book that came out that explains uh, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the official timeline, that Scarlet Witch is dead. Oh. So she died at the end of the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Most A lot of people think that she somehow got out of there and lived, but... If we do see Wanda again, it will probably be a different version. Right. But, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that doesn't make me sad at all. Uh, they fucked that character up pretty hard. Recently, I watched the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie on HBO. Oh, my I God. I feel like, like that came out. The one that came like, out forever ago? Yeah. Yeah. I finally watched it. Okay. I enjoyed it enough. I was like, okay, it made me feel like old school. Yeah. And again, I know it came out a while ago. The year t- No, that was the show. I was going to say the year 2000. That doesn't <laughs> seem right. So what I've just found out, though, in, in my serendipity of finally just watching that movie, is that they're coming out with a new season. Oh, really? A season 12 is coming out. They even I've have a trailer that. for it. Yeah. Uh, So that's coming out in a couple weeks, and... November 26th, so yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, is it the Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters? Is no, that, that one was a long time that ago. That was 2007. Yeah. How many movies did they fucking do? I think just the two. Okay. I have a love-hate relationship with this show. I fucking, like... There are some episodes of the show that are so funny and so good, and then there are so many that are just, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. I have a hard time with this show and its consistency. <laughs> I, I can understand. <laughs> but I feel that way about most Adult Swim shows, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. So, uh, as I kind of mentioned about the strike still going on Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the writers have come back to work but the actors have not and as of a week ago things look good but now they don't and from all things being said that it seems like it's going to go on past the first of the year like this was kind of like a last minute ditch effort to get some things worked out but i think now the studios are like well it's winter time now and Fuck it. We're just going to wait till next year and hopefully. Yeah, because the snow really puts a kibosh on things in fucking Hollywood. I don't I don't know. Well, idiots. Yeah, but, you know, the Hollywood execs just want to look at what once the first year hits, then they get their bonus for this past year. They're not getting no bonuses. Oh, well, they think they are. <laughs> but they're they're report- Based on what they're starting to talk about some movies being delayed and. And more from next year, so it'll be interesting. Already this year has felt kind of slim, even though most of the movies that have been announced are still coming out, but slim as in this was the year they're starting to ramp back up from production after COVID stuff, and now we're going to have this other slog. Watch indie film. You know who isn't under uh, the union? Indie film actors. I hope that it is a renaissance of indie Very film. Very true. I love indie film. But just announced like an hour ago, Tony, Nintendo, did you see this? Uh, yeah, I was getting to that. Yep. Has announced that they're going to officially confirm. 
which is such a weird thing to announce, um, that they're going to be doing a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. And my question is, like, why hasn't this been done yet? Partially, I know they hate all of their movies that have been. That's. Put out. I think it's mainly because having seen how, well, just looking at how some anime or some other properties being made live action, it's a lot missed than hit. Like, look at all the other video game movies. Right. right. So I think that's part of it. Why even take that chance? Because you're only going to get negatives from it. Unless it's a positive reaction, you're making the great games. People are going to buy the games. Right. But then you're going to make a shit movie. And I think also they've been scared ever since that first original Mario live action one. However, I have wanted something like this for a long time. Yeah. I think there are, if executives and the heads of these places would just pay some money for a good writer. Yeah. You will then be halfway there to a good fucking film. And then you just need to have someone that has a good vision. Don't it's even... being directed by Wes Ball, who is the director of the up-and-coming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, it's a ridiculous fucking... Just please oh. admit that it's a ridiculous fucking name for a movie. Oh, it is. How can you have a kingdom of a planet? I'm just saying. <laughs> I guess I haven't really thought of it's it. It's so and stupid. That, that is stupid. But I love those movies, yeah. all of them. Yeah. Uh, that's something I forgot had just been announced. The trailer came out for that, and I'm like, it's been years since the last one. Yeah, I feel like it's been a while. Three or four, well, four or five-ish years, I think, before the pandemic. So that'll be cool. The Zelda one also, though, I think we've never had the voice, and I think that's part of the reason why. The only voice we've really gotten is when they used to have the old cartoon one with excuse me, princess. Mm. Other than that, Link has not really ever had a voice in the games. Everyone else kind of has had some voice, but they've always had Link voiceless to make you feel like have, it's you. Feel like it's you. Yeah. Even and you so I feel it. like for some reason they've also been like, oh, if we'll alienate people. No, I don't fucking care. Have them have a deep voice for all I care. Listen, if you can pass Bob Hoskins as Mario <laughs> and John Leguizamo as Luigi and people Perfect finally casting. come around to it after all the years, then you can put whoever you want as Link. Uh, speaking of superheroes, Jeremy Renner has been talking about all the things that he's been doing to recover. Oh, my God. It's been like almost a year now, right? Yeah. Because it was a snowblower accident. Yeah. It, uh, he's been doing everything from uh, stem cell stuff to other types of injections to things that I don't even know how to pronounce, but uh, as well as all the different physical therapy and everything. Um, I'm just glad that he's... I don't know, in good spirits yeah. and mobile at least. Um, obviously, you know, money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you the best health care you can right. provide. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then, uh, oh, I was going to mention this too with uh, when you're talking about the, um, it'll already be, be released now. It's coming out tomorrow is the Ghostbusters Afterlife 2 trailer. Oh, I was like, movie? Trailer. Yeah. Okay. 
which sad I haven't been able to watch this yet, but I will be sitting by my computer at midnight just to watch it. Just to watch it. Not really, but it is Ghostbusters will always be up there with my fact. Oh, you might know, you've seen in my living room, I have the Vigo, the Carpathian on my wall. So are there rumors that he's going to make a comeback? I don't know. I thought those were I, the trailer would give me some Since just did, it. But the reason why this fuck in the first one, I bring it up because Northview High School, where my brother works at, is the theater director. Their play is Clue, and having extra things to like pictures and stuff on the walls of these rooms. So my brother asked if he could use that. Oh, okay. so it's that's funny. And they the production group. Uh, Without me being there, it's a also a hidden like safe behind it type one of those things two reveals that my brother just is giggling of that's what it is right. But they made a nice little like uh, frame for it with, that I get to keep when they're done with it. Uh, but pulling it off the wall, I had it up there with some double sided tape, but some very good double sided tape. Yeah. Some of my wall is missing now. I am like, oh, God damn. Like, I was careful pulling this off. Yeah. But, again, you're pulling this tape off, and you don't want to rip the you know, paper of it. So you're kind of pulling right. from behind, and then... And that is a patch that I'm going to have to clean up on my Oof. wall. So... Well, he Fuck says... Fuck you, Vigo. He says he will. It'll just be there until he dies. <laughs> No, until I get until I get the painting back, and then you can put it put it hopefully up over. in a fucking frame this time, like a grown up. Yes, poster frames are so cheap; they're like the largest but cheapest. You know how big that thing buy. is, though. Eh. That's a bit. They they don't really make poster frames that are like four by. You'd be surprised. Three feet. You, yes, feet. <laughs> you fucking crazy person. <laughs> All right, um, so I've spoken about it many times before of Coheed and Cambria and their connections to comic books, but uh, the Armory Wars is what the comic uh, series was titled. Um, It's going to, the finale is going to be on its way. So they're going to be celebrating 20-year anniversary of pretty much this saga coming on out. And uh, there's going to be a uh, conclusion to it soon. So, nice. Coming out from Evil Ink Comics, which I haven't heard of them in ages, but I don't know much about that whole series or anything like that. The band themselves, it's not. It's not in my Venn diagram of pop culture. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, well, because I like the band, I like the comic more. Obviously, I will say the being fully objective, I think it's it's missing some things within its first arc. It then really gets into it within its second and third arc. And then I want to say it was the fourth where they had this book come out for um, a good Apollo on Burning Star uh, 4. I think that's the one where it was like a weird trippy, like knowing that the writer of this world was like the human person and it was all, in the, I don't know, really yeah, weird. I ignore that. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, all I'm saying is it's a decent enough story, an original enough story that 
for people that may be curious that have not had the chance to do it, I'm assuming they're probably going to be coming out with some uh, omnibuses or something if they're going to be celebrating 20 years. Of right the, on. And I'll fill you in on the the whole story if you're ever just curious on how it goes. I feel like I don't need that information in my brain. Yeah, well, might tell you <laughs> no, anyways. No offense. I just have a lot of stuff in there, and I don't feel like dumping anything for it. <laughs> I don't think you need it. I don't think that's how your brain works. It is. So you learn something new, and then something just pops out. I dump out. it, yeah. I choose what to dump. I have an excellent memory. I mean, I do too, but I, my- I use a filing cabinet system. I can see that, but I just can't physically see or mentally see how you learn new article you read, and then somewhere in the back of your brain, someone's like putting it through like one of those like yeah. shredders. Sure. If so I you want know, to remember, so you no longer know two plus two is four. I would never dump that. I need math. To but then work. how do you know what you dumped? I choose what to dump. Or maybe you don't dump, and you just learn new <laughs> things, anyways. Uh, do you remember having to learn how to do fatalities on Mortal Kombat? I never learned those. Oh. I, I was, I'm, to this day, a full-on button masher when I play Mortal Kombat. Well, you can pay to have fatalities now. Oh, well, that's a fucking cheat. And people are pissed. And Yeah. yeah. If Listen, I, whenever somebody would beat me with fatality, like I could never be pissed because I never put in the effort to learn what yeah. they were. And it was kind of cool. You could do it, so I'm glad to get to see it. Right. I mean, right. I still want to win the match, but if you beat me already, yes. do a fatality and oh. make it cooler. Also, they're gross. <laughs> And they've only gotten grosser and grosser and grosser as technology has gotten better. Can so, you, like, I don't even know that I could watch the modern ones. <laughs> can you imagine, though, if those were, if that game truly got censored? Because I know there was a big uproar of it at the time. But sure. imagine, like, United States saying, this can't be sold anymore. Oh, That's I, the You have to line. with ankle kicks? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what that have, that would have been a huge, like, trajectory difference in. Yeah. And I, I don't even think Mortal Kombat really, like, then pulled more people to do evil things. It's still only mainly Listen, in that game. I'm going to say something super controversial, and if you really don't want this in the podcast, you can go back and edit this out. But I've been going through the Bible, <laughs> and there are some pretty ultra-violent sections of that book. So, I don't know. I feel like I would have a hard time believing that Mortal Kombat is the problem. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, and I'm not making a statement on any religion or whether you believe in the Bible or not. You have to agree, if you've read the Bible, that there is some fucked up, crazy, violent stuff in that book. So. <laughs> Something else that's violent. Oh. Attack on Titan just ended, finally, after the so many years. The anime. Anime? The manga ended a year or two ago, but... I guess the anime, uh, I haven't gotten I to see no the last episode yet. Anthony texted me, though, the other night and just said it was fucking excellent. So Nice. Thanks, Anthony. There's the review from him for right. anime segment. Pops up in the show every once in a while from afar. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I really don't have much uh, um, else. So, and I don't know if this has been confirmed because the headline says Marvel confirms but then I read further into the article, and it's like, it's hard to say whether they've actually confirmed it or not. But supposedly, Sasha Baron Cohen is going to be in Ironheart. Did we talk about this yet? 
Mm-mm. He has been named like his character. They were calling him Mystery Man, but supposedly that is going to be Mephisto. Shut up. That's what they're saying. But that's what they say. But listen, I in the thing I liked about this article the most was that they talked about the viral shit that happened mm-hmm. with WandaVision and everybody thinking Mephisto was going to pop up. And the, the showrunner of that show was like, people started talking about this. I didn't even know who the fuck Mephisto was. <laughs> it was never part of the plan. People were just seeing shit everywhere. And we didn't put anything having to do with Mephisto in the show. So supposedly that's who he's going to be is Mephisto. We'll see. We'll see if that's actually true. I I feel like that's a lie. But I mean, I'm not opposed to it. The this says Sasha Baron Cohen is definitely going to appear in Ironheart, which we knew. Yeah. And my thing is I just don't understand how Mephisto like for Ironheart. I guess I've never read her comic books, but I'm thinking anything of Tony Stark. I still don't know a lot of Mephisto really being involved with him. So that would be a a doozy there. Yep. Um, they are also working on a Lanterns series. And they finally oh. have a showrunner for this. Um, so the showrunner is going to be Chris Mundy, who was the showrunner for Ozark, which was an excellent show. Um, and supposedly... The original plan was to, no, no. So the plan for the show is that Hal Jordan is going to be in it, but be older than Jon Stewart, and it will be a young Jon Stewart. So he's just going to be starting the Daily Show? (laughs) Different Jon Stewart. Black guy. <laughs> so you just reminded me of another book that I forgot to get into my reviews. Uh, Alan Scott, The Green Lantern, number one. Okay. Is that the original Green Lantern? Yeah. yeah. And I have no knowledge really of him. Right. Except for I do know that they then later made him gay and not anything having to do with him, but that's part of this story. And I thought it was very well done of... Did it remind you of the character in Doom Patrol, though? Like, of how he acts? Do you remember? You watched Doom yeah. Patrol, right? The invisible guy or the guy that had, like, the entity inside entity in him? him? Yeah. Because he was old-timey and yes. also ended up being gay. A little bit, because he works for the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it did. I liked it. And it's not just a number one. It's to be continued. Cool. So I'm going to... I'm going to continue it. And it made me realize the other week there was also a, um, I think it was Barry Allen, because he's the first Flash. Or who was Jay Garrett. Jay Garrett. Jay Garrick. Yes. Sorry. Uh, the Flash one. And so I now wonder if that's an ongoing one. Again, I randomly picked this up to be curious. I guess I'm less curious about the Flash. Um, I feel like we have more about the Flash. Yeah, knowing more. To us. Yes. Again, this this lantern even had a little mini battery to charge his because that was the thing then. Uh, thought it was a really well done story. So uh, pick that one up too if you get a chance. Nice. Um, and I'm sh- I'll bring it up when number two comes out again. Uh, very interesting book, but awesome. You just reminded me of that. 
Um, supposedly, they're also developing a TV series around the question. What question? The question. Life, Vic Sage, the question. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> um, which could be interesting. I don't know. It, I imagine if you're going to do a series about the question, it's going to be more of like a detective type noir-ish sort mm-hmm. of series. But I always liked the question. I um, mean, I, I, I appreciate that they would go back because I think the question was Renee Montoya after the last crisis, right? Do you know if she's still the question or if it went back to the got, to Vic? There was a mini series recently but I think it was, and I think it was the guy. But again, it could have been a different time right. period. So I'm not sure who the real one is. It's now. been a while since I've even. Um, I mean, the last time I read the question was during like 52. So that was like what in the aughts still. I think. Um, did I have something else? I have some tabs. I know you're surprised that I had things to talk about. Why did you do? Like I said, I didn't really have a lot. Um, did you? I only th- I just thought this was interesting. Did you ever watch Digimon? Uh, yes, but no. Like I didn't follow Digimon, it, but I saw it a couple monsters, times. Digimon's are the champions. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it more than me to know that. Um, I actually liked Digimon more than I liked Pokemon when it when it first came out. But supposedly they're releasing this new series where they're taking the characters from it and aging them up into adults. And to go along with that, they're releasing a sake. That is Digimon. So it's interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting line to walk to take an animated series that normally kids watch and then release an alcohol related to it. Um, but also kind of fun. So keep an eye out for that. Digimon sake. <laughs> we are drunk on comics after all. We have to talk about booze every once in a while. True, true. <laughs> uh, anything else? That's it. All right. Uh, That's all of my news for all of the years I will ever do this podcast. All in one episode. <laughs> and that is no lie. Uh, <laughs> I think the last thing uh, to bring up is what Marvel is now titling Spotlight Series. So it's their new banner that they're going to have for some of the D-plus shows. And what that means from what they've said is that you don't need to do research or watch other things to okay. watch this. I think that's good, but also terrible. Because then they can just do whatever the fuck they want all the time. No, no, no. Uh, Because the first one that they're doing that with is Echo. Oh. Now, there's a couple things surrounding Echo that I find, uh, like, roll my eyes, but also whatever, is her powers. She used to be kind of like Taskmaster. You watch it, you see it, you memorize it. Like, Mm -hmm. you just know that how to do that thing. So she's she has that kind of power. She's deaf, right? Yes, but yeah. she's deaf. Her powers now are going to come back from her ancestral like family stuff because okay. she's Native American. Okay. So I like that in some aspects, but the other things is why change things when you don't need to? I she and still I, have the Phoenix Force. Not in the uh, in the comics. I don't know. Probably still. Mm. Um. But in the show, you watch, I mean, it's going to be right coming off of Hawkeye. Yes. Which means you need to watch Hawkeye in order to watch this. So how is this a spotlight? Right. You're going to need to watch unless, Hawkeye. Unless they're 
uh, rebooting her character, and that's how they're giving her. No, because this is going to have uh, continuing uh, with um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay. Um, Why are you pointing at your face for this? Uh, I'm pointing at my eye because I was trying to think of uh, Kingpin's eye got shot at the oh. end of Hawkeye. I was like. <laughs> How is that a reference to Vincent D'Onofrio? Because <laughs> he's Kingpin. But anyway, so again, how do you watch Spotlight without right. going into this, without sure. knowing some of that shit? Again, I, I see what they're saying, though, is that you can watch this and you don't. You know, it's, it's not tying into the movies. Yes. So it's like when they did the Netflix shows that were street level. And every once in a while they would talk about, like, maybe they would talk about the shit that happened in the movies. as like. But that's where I think that this banner thing is just dumb. And what they need to have is, no, I think the other banner that they need to have is three separate ones. Think of their overlapping circles, so Venn diagram, Mm -hmm. street level, Avengers level, and then interstellar level. Mm. You have the Captain Marvels, interstellar, some Nova Corps stuff, Guardians of the Galaxy there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have Avengers level, whatever you want to say is Avengers level, but it's higher than the street level. Mm -hmm. And you can have some of those crossover. What about the ones that are like, what if? So, because they're doing... what if, that's under the what if though canon, and those are always going to be cartoons. Yeah, the second season's coming out soon. Yeah. But so, but that's a separate banner then. So yeah. You're, so you're saying four banners? Yes. Yes. Maybe five. But even then, Six? I don't think that you should not. Seven. Then you should have Eight? some of these shows show up in some of the movies as whether sure. it's a small background character or you mention something that happens in them. But you don't need to have world-ending like shit happening every day no. to where they fix it, and then we ignored it in there. Because that's what's happening with some of the other movies, too. We have the giant uh, celestial coming out of the ground still uh, after the Eternals movie. Oh, right. Whatever happened in New York uh, with uh, Spider-Man at the end of that, like people talking about that. WandaVision, people would be talking about right. the town. After the bullshit that happened with Secret Invasion, like you have all these things happening, why is no one mentioning that what this happened? happened? With Secret Invasion, it's terrible. But it's <laughs> like, did anything actually happen in that show? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't think the people that were making it watched it. But <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think that'd be a simpler way to solve some of this, just so that you know that the street level aren't really going to be getting involved with something big. But that way too, you could be. They're always like heading towards this one thing. Let's have a whole interstellar saga going that you could maybe have some crossover with, oh, the Avengers couldn't come here because they're fighting Kang while we're fighting Annihilus or something. Like like the comic books. Yes. Yeah. Separate but equal. Yeah. For their levels. Yes. Same thing. Uh, lots of other shit was going on with Blade last week too, but... That star oh, here the, or there. The movie? Yeah. Of like the biggest rumors was that the script. Uh, I hate the way that I've read these stories because they make it seem very uh, that the studios are doing these things on purpose of only having these female leads and everything. But unfortunately, I have to agree with them. When Blade, your main character, is the fourth lead of having these other female vampires, his daughter vampire, this evil Dracula's daughter, like that was what this movie was going to be. You might have started on the wrong foot there. A little bit. Again, I'm all about representation, more uh, gender, but when you have 
the movie Blade, yeah. you just want to see Blade fight vampires. That's, I don't necessarily need to right. have anything else that's exactly right. in it. That's exactly right. So they're starting from scratch on that. Listen, we have enough ladies. And this, I'm saying this is like a hardcore feminist. Like, I'm a feminist, which means equal. So, like, feminism isn't now all the movies are led by ladies. Feminism is like, hey, look, ladies are also here. Yeah. <laughs> and they can do all the same things men can do. Isn't that crazy? What a wild concept. There's, there's going to be lots more of news coming out, though, of the TVN, because that has all just been shaken up recently. TVN? TV, TV end of Marvel. TV end of yes. That side. Up, TVA. I was like, no. we just talked about this. How can you get a letter wrong in a three-letter word? Because they went back in time and changed their TV whole entire. TVN. That's what they are now. <laughs> That's yeah, all I got. Well, they keep fucking it up, so maybe it should end. But we'll see. I mean, Logan's Loki, doing good, so... They're jacking the prices up of Disney Plus Well, they're jacking the prices up of everything because yeah. they can't acquire more uh, new subscribers, so now they can only make more by charging, people, charging more. people more, and that's how everything is going to be from now on. Yep. Welcome to subscription Stop being a world. consumer. Yeah, stop consuming. Stop liking Marvel and dc stuff i mean i'm looking more forward to dc stuff right now because they have a clean slate going they i mean do. yeah we still have to wait for aquaman's over with mm-hmm. which will also reiterate some it's of the negativeness the i mean i hope it's at least eh. if i get to look at jason momoa's abs for an hour and a half Maybe two hours. I'll be happy. Yes. If it's two and a half hours, listen, I'm not fucking doing it. No you and the rest of the soccer moms will keep that movie afloat. <laughs> uh, with that, uh, I guess stay thirsty for our announcement of what our movie's going to be. Hopefully we'll decide oh, yeah. that And Jason soon. Momoa's abs. Mm. Let's go party. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, snapping plastic. It's fantastic. There I have my stinger. 